Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 605. Anything goes. Remember, anything goes. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. I'll never worry again about having a dead battery with my NOCO Genius Boost Jump Starter. This compact tool fits in my glove box and features rechargeable lithium battery technology that'll jumpstart a dead battery in my car, boat, truck, or RV. The Genius Boost features built-in spark-proof technology and reverse polarity protection to safely jumpstart any of my vehicles. The compact, ergonomically designed clamps are built from solid copper for maximum conductivity. There's a built-in ultrabite dual LED flashlight with seven modes, including an SOS and emergency strobe. I use my Genius Boost Jump Starter to charge my phone, tablet, and laptop while I'm on the road or if the power goes out in my home. The unit itself is easily rechargeable in my vehicle. The Genius Boost from NOCO is the ultimate emergency tool that's safe and easy to use. Quality design, state-of-the-art technology from NOCO, the battery car source since 1914. I've got one in each of my vehicles. Get yours at GeniusChargers.com. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I am revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Jesse Lang. Jesse, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Always. I'm forever buckled up and ready. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Jesse Lang is a woman who for over eight years, both on and off the track, has been carving out a space in that deeply male-dominated automotive industry. Jesse holds five degrees in higher education, including a Ph.D. in cultural studies. She's endorsed over 12 professional driving schools, and she's driven at speed on tracks on and off the road all over the world, including the 14-hour race at Daytona International Speedway. She's rally raced, she's driven motorcycles, drag raced, driven in autocross, driven stunt cars, and set land speed records. She's a longtime Motor Trend video presenter and host of The J-Turn, where Jesse helps others fulfill their dreams. So, Jesse, I've told our listeners just a little tiny bit about you. Would you take a brief moment and share a little bit more about your career and your passion for automobiles? Absolutely. Thank you for that beautiful introduction, Mark. <laughs> that was welcome. awesome. Great. I don't even know where to begin. My love <laughs> for horsepower began on horseback, which we'll probably get into later. Yeah. But essentially, yeah, now I'm going on year nine in the industry. Um, I've been learning from the best. I am blessed. And I have just always been a huge fan of human mobility, power, independence, <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, you know, just <laughs> getting where I'm going. And um, cars have always spoken to me. They've always produced an emotional reaction from me, which I think is kind of what passion does and is and says. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, it was really great, too. I learned of, of your educational background is pretty incredible. I mean, you've got all these degrees. Your brain is power pack, full of horsepower. Thank you. And I think that's pretty cool, too. <laughs> We're going to learn a lot more about you as we go through this journey of your life. But first, I always like to start by asking my guests for a success quote or a mantra, something that has a great meaning to you. And it's a really nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars. Yeah. So, Jesse, take the wheel. One of the sayings or quotes, if you will, or mantras 
that I guess I've said to myself, not that no one said it before. I, I write down a lot of things. I put them on little index cards around my house and remind myself with words to carry on in many ways. And one I've had up for many years has been anything goes. Remember, anything goes. And I think part of that's in, due to the fact that I'm an anomaly in a lot of ways and spaces and places. Mm-hmm. If I can't take a risk now, when the hell can I? And just just go for it. Even the sky is not the limit sort of expression that inspires me and reminds me anything goes. Well, when I introduced <laughs> you, I talked about all the different ways you've been involved in the automotive industry. My gosh, I, I don't, I'm wondering if there's anything you haven't driven or you haven't tried, <laughs> but could you give us an example of how that anything goes mantra has helped move your career in the automotive industry forward? Oh, well. How do I want to put this? Yeah, um, it takes balls. I can say that, right, Mark? Oh, yeah, I think you can say that. Yeah. It takes a lot of balls to get into a space where you are in, in, and I don't want to characterize the industry or or those who participate in it in a generalized way, Mm -hmm. but I have been at times treated like a trespasser by virtue of my genitalia, Mm. quite frankly. Sure. And so I've had to, you know, just you know, putting on my helmet and they're like, you're going to break a nail or I'm walking down the track and they're like, you're going to reach the pedals or yeah. you know, they made suits that small. Oh. And there's a lot of, you know, kind of different heckling and different. Yeah. You've got to be pretty bulletproof. Right. I had Denise McCluggage before she passed away. Bless oh. her soul. What a wonderful woman. And yeah. there's a woman who back in the 50s was putting a race helmet on. I can't imagine the yeah. kind of thing she dealt with right. back then. And it's it's she- really a shame even today to hear that that still happens. But I, I realize it does. It does still happen, and I I respect you for taking the chance to step outside of that zone and say, you know what, women can do it too. And that's why I like having women on cars, yeah, because those young listeners out there go, wow, well, if Jesse figured out a way to break into that stereotypical mold, maybe I can do it too. Yeah, they absolutely can. You can do it. And if you're a girl, you don't have to take your clothes off. And that's we'll get to that later perhaps, but... It's something else I'm proud of. Like, there's not just one point of entry. Like, right. you, like you were referencing before, you know, brains, brawn. Yes. That's how I've made my way through tenacity and persistence. And and unfortunately, it is still the, the case. It is still so deeply male-dominated. It's not the way it was in the 50s. We've come so far. Still got a ways to go, though, I think. Exactly. <laughs> and I, I'm hoping I'm here to help make that easier, better, to, to, to make entrance possible. For you others. know what? I can tell you already, you are already doing that. So bravo Uh-oh. to you. Kudos Thank to you. you, kiddo, for doing that. Absolutely. You. You're welcome. Now, if you could share with us a story that instigated your passion for cars, tell us that pivotal moment as you remember it when you realized that you were a car gal. Well, let's see how succinct I should be because I could go on for, <laughs> I could clear my throat with 2,000 words as my mentor Jim Netches would say. <laughs> Essentially, I grew up on horseback and there is a lot that translates to cars where you feel input through your seat mm-hmm. and your feet and your fingers. And you've got this massive machine that could kill you, that outweighs you, that you've got control of, but only so much. And <laughs> I find them deeply, not synonymous, but wildly parallel in a lot of ways that thrilled me. The excitement and the, and the beauty of it all, every horse is different. Every car is different. Every time out is a risk, a gamble, a challenge, a thrill. Mm -hmm. And um, quite frankly, my family endured hardships that caused us to lose everything. Mm. Just before I turned 16 and we lost our horses, we lost 
our home. We lost everything. And oh my gosh. I had been working. I mean, I was mucking stalls since I was eight, but then working on the books since I was 14. And so I'd been saving up and I got a car. I purchased my first car. Uh-huh. And uh, I lost my horse and translated my seat to the driver's seat and, uh-huh. and went from literal horsepower to figurative horsepower. Wow. And that's how I got through that loss and how I found the... Uh, More horsepower. What, yeah. You know, a, a different kind of exactly what I needed. Yeah, wow. What a story. Well, you're the first one that's related horseback riding to cars and then transitioned to cars. Very interesting story. My goodness, a, tr- a tragic story about your family's loss, and I'm so sorry to hear that. But what is really enlightening for me out of this is that you found a new way to move fast, move quickly, hone your skills because your driving skills are way up there, way above mine, I'm sure, with the kind of oh, stuff you. that you guys have that you've done. But fantastic story. I love it. And I'm so happy that you joined the rest of us in the car world. Thank you. I am too. You know, it was like curse was a blessing, blessing was a curse kind of style thing. Sometimes where it's like it is. Loss yields gain. Yep. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And maybe cleaning up a little oil on the ground is a little more pleasant than uh, mucking a stall. So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Well, they both suck. <laughs> yeah, they do. Especially when the oil leaks are very big. Well, you know, yeah. you shared a huge challenge there, but I'd love for you to share another challenge that you faced in your life or a big failure. And this is a really important part of our talk because it really has to do with how you overcome that situation, how you moved out of it, and what you learned from it. So take us to that painful place, share with us what happened, and then share with us what it taught you so that you can move forward. Oh, Mark, I don't know where to start with challenges. I'm like, it's kind of like cars. I'm like, pick a year, pick a pick a model, pick a, yeah. pick a class, because yep. <laughs> I have had no shortages of them. And I thank God for them as I've persevered. That's an attitude. You know? Great attitude. <laughs> one, obviously, is I had a big, crazy high-speed accident that's forever changed my body and my mind and my life. And I've been recovering. It's tomorrow, in fact, is my three-year anniversary. Hey, three years. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. This is the accident in the Audi R8. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. So, you know, the only we, accident. Oh, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> Thus far, knock on wood. <laughs> well, yeah, let's make that the only one. But I'm sure we could go into hours. But I'd love for you to kind of give a synopsis of, of, of that accident. And more importantly, you know, you came out of that with huge physical issues, injured yeah. massively, the training that went into the rehabilitation. So kind of walk us through that the best you can without too many of the gory details. Or if you want to share them, <laughs> go ahead. Well, it's funny. I made a video about the accident and there were certain things that just like weren't palatable for camera, like having to inject myself with blood thinners in my stomach four times a day and different, you know, I had, I injured pretty much every part of my body except my, uh, lungs and Mm -hmm. kidneys or actually no, not the kidneys. Um, (laughs) but, um, yeah, it, uh, it was wildly transformative and I never realized how much my mobility was a part of my identity um, mm-hmm. until, or how much my physicality and, uh, adeptitude at <laughs> all things physical, like right. factored into life. And then, I, you know, well, I, you don't know what you've got till it's gone comes to play yeah, here. And the yeah. fact of physical injury, if you've never had that happen to you and when it happens, there's no other way to explain to somebody unless it's happened to them too, because it, yeah. it for you, my gosh, your recovery process is still happening now, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, three years later. Yeah. You're still with us. You're walking. 
Yes. You're driving. You're able to yes. to be cognitive and think and, and yes. be as smart <laughs> as you ever were and a little bit smarter now after that. But th- this was a crash in a car. Uh, tell us what happened. Oh. <laughs> well, I was testing the top speed of a modified Audi R8 GTR that uh, the tuning company Apt, based in Germany, had tuned. Mm-hmm. They had dropped a ton of weight, carbon fiber. They'd increased the horsepower by over 100. It was a beast. It was beautiful. Yeah. Hungry beast. It was, ah, ugh, it was Fast car. Very, they're fast to begin with. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. It's kind of like you don't even need to touch this. Yeah. But, you know, no criticism to apt. Um, Of course. Yeah. Touch on, you know, but it's like. That's their job. Yes, exactly. And essentially, uh, a driver who wasn't expected to be on the Autobahn entered Mm. two lane portion. Um, that was unrestricted. There's been controversy online about whether I was on a restricted or unrestricted part. And I, I mean, clearly, like, I was on the job. We weren't breaking any rules. Mm-hmm. We sure. were <laughs> not doing anything Yeah, crazy. Illicit. Like you no. see on Facebook sometimes. Yeah. And um, this unexpected motorist arrived. And had he only remained in the right lane, all would have been well. And I would have just... Passed him, yeah. Yes, but he instead merged across mm. into my lane very quickly and suddenly and just going at a much slower speed than I, and right. there was absolutely nothing that could be done. And I actually credit my driving schools and the experience I had for the fact that I survived as well as my passenger because I knew not to disturb the balance of the car and I kept it absolutely straight and just hit him as head on as possible. Mm-hmm. And I full braked like my lives depended on it. Cause they did. Right. Which I say in my video, like that was the case. Yeah. And that's why I shattered my entire right leg. Cause I held through the braking through the moment of impact. Oh, and you had your foot to the floor. So everything yes. came forward and impact. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And the pedal just ejected my bones out of my body. Mm. Um, oh gosh. But I also think, uh, I don't know how to say this because I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to give myself credit for anything, but I, I, I want to credit the schools that taught me. Right. If I had turned the car at all, like there was a ravine to the left with a huge, uh, a, a huge uh, a, 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 a ravine, yeah, let's uh-huh. say. Yeah, and, drop off. Uh-huh. Yeah. And even if I'd unsettled it to the right, which was a flatter zone, we would have rolled like the other other car rolled like mm. I don't know how many times, yeah. but we did not. And thank God. And um, I really credit those schools with I, I think that they uh, that, that, that what they gave me, I used in that moment to the best of my ability. And I I thank them infinitely yeah. for yeah. the response I executed. And I credit them with keeping everything straight. You know, you bring up a really important point here because I've attended several driving schools. I I raced vintage cars for a while and there's been many occasions I've been in a vehicle where someone has pulled in front of me, something has happened abruptly and your instincts come in and you react and afterwards, even if you're shaking a little bit, in my cases, thankfully I didn't hit, hit anybody, nobody hit me, but afterwards my wife next to me went, how'd you do that? How'd you miss that guy? Right? And, and I just go, I don't know. 
Yeah. You just do it. And that's where those driving schools are so important oh, and can yeah. really help you. But let's fast it's forward. Save your life. Well, they, they can and, and the other persons too. But let's fast forward to the injuries. I know you, I don't want to get into all the, the details because if somebody wants to, I'll put a link to the, the video and that's how I learned about you that you put. And it was a very nicely done show, a video I thought on Thank you. the recovery process. Let's move forward to what you learned out of this entire situation. I'm assuming you have learned massive numbers of things. But if there's a takeaway from a tragedy like this that is still impacting your life, what would it be? Oh, there's so many. I'm still overcoming. I'm still uh-huh. in the midst of like carry on and turn your hat inside out and rally Jess, like, you know. <laughs> but uh, one of the things that's been most amazing to me is uh, I'm hoping and I'm, I'm more than hoping. I'm, I'm realizing that I'm as transformed by the life-changing injuries and the tragedy as I am by the love and support that people have shown me mm. in the midst of this. Yeah, and yeah. I want to be just more, even more transformed by their grace and their goodness and their kindness and what they have shared with me and the go. way it's brought me closer to people. And it's, it's brought my vulnerability to the forefront. And it seems to have done so for others as well because they've shared with me wildly personal stories that I feel incredibly lucky to hear right. and, and, and to, to, to be a, someone they feel comfortable sharing that with. This is an awesome aspect too because I've had many guests on the show that have shared tragedies in their lives from very extremes, all sorts of wild things. And one thing that comes out of, out of all of this is how people react to what you're going through. You find out who your best friends are, your real friends are, those people that are there for you. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm hearing you say coming out of Sometimes strangers are your best friends. <laughs> they do become. Like people I yeah. don't even know have changed my life. Yeah. Like on Twitter, on Facebook, on YouTube. Like right. I don't people. know them yet, yeah. but they matter to me. Yeah. I can't even explain. Yeah. Well, I'll, what I'll do is I'll make sure I do post up uh, your video, if that's okay with you. Yeah, sure. On your Cars Yeah show notes page so that people can watch it. It goes more in depth. And for those that want to learn more about this uh, tragic accident, they can. But we're so happy you're still with us. Thank you. <laughs> Let's shift gears here and do something a little fun. And I'd love for you to share. Okay. What I call a career aha moment. It's one of those times when you go, ah, that's the path I need to go down now. Tell us the steps you took to turn that aha moment into a success. <laughs> well. <laughs> I like the way you trades. <laughs> you, you've been in front of the camera, haven't you? <laughs> yes, I'm wearing a devilish grin right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Essentially, to put it concisely, mm-hmm. I absolutely abhorred and loathed the representation of women I saw on in media, but particularly in the car industry. Yeah. It was only girls who were in the passenger seat and the guy's gonna drift and her blouse will bust open and ta da and like it just so I decided, yeah, let's dismantle this machine and create something else. Let's show it can be done. Yes. Because this is this is ridiculous. You know? This right. is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. No need for it. No. Yeah. And and just Women and men are so amazing. We have so much to lend each other in the world. And like, you know, any industry is missing half the boat if it's, if it's, you know, excluding half the population. So we're never going to be our best without all of us. And so I just decided, yeah, I'm going to change that. Cool. 
You know, I'm, I'm really glad to hear you say that. I have a daughter and, uh, you know, the stereotypes that keep women from the industry. I've been in the car industry forever. I, I would love to see more women involved. That's why too. I love having you on the show. I've had many women on Cars Yeah here. A couple ladies that were on about uh, three weeks ago that come to mind, Michelle Davis and Andrea Schaefer. These are two women who'd, who've been stay-at-home moms, taking care of their kids, supporting their husbands, and they're participating in a, a new rebel rally that's happening Oh, yes, here. yes. Yeah. Um, who's, which is run by my dear friend, Emily Miller, who I cannot say enough good things ah, about. cool. Yeah. And- yes. She was my gazelle rally trainer. Oh, she okay. is amazing. Were you in the gazelle rally? <laughs> I was not. My okay. injuries were not yet. No, I couldn't. I had uh, two other ladies on the show that were part of that. They went to Morocco and did that. Yes. You know, those are examples of women stepping way outside of their comfort zone and trying something completely new and excelling at it. And some car girls being in their zone and rocking it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's like the inexperienced and the experienced. Absolutely. Well, let's talk a minute about your proudest career moment. You've been doing this for a while. I'd assume you've had many, but is there one in particular that stands out for you? Uh, you know, there are a lot of, uh, I don't want to use like a war metaphor because I'm, I find, you know, I understand the seriousness of war, but I was going to say there've been a lot of battles that have been waged behind closed doors that no one will ever see. Mm -hmm. Again, I don't mean to use that analogy insensitively. Let's say it's been hard being, I'm a fully clothed car girl and I'm really proud of that. I am not an ornament. I have a speaking role. I have volumes to say, and I have shown that it can be done. And there are different things I have had to do to insist upon that position and wardrobe. And um, there's a lot of, of, of different things that had to do. Uh, there was one moment when, uh, I'll never forget, <laughs> they said, uh, whoever they is, said at a conference meeting, we love the fully clothed Jesse Lang car girl, but when there's money on the table, there's a discussion to be had. And I said, no, there's not. End of discussion. Yeah. Good for you, again, for standing up for your principles, because that's how change is made, and that's how you affect change, especially in those men's mind where they think that's the only alternative. Yeah, and women's, I mean, we've all been taught that there's this particular route we have to take or things mm. to which we must subject ourselves or or types of exploitation to which we must be complicit in order to be a part of this, but... We are complicit to our own exploitation, you know, and we decide if we don't want to be, you know, like we don't have to be. Yeah. And I'm, I'm here to try to sh- show and I have shown that you, you don't, don't have, to be. have to be. No. Good for you. You don't. <laughs> Good for you. You keep up that path. That's Thank a great you. path to head down. Let's have a little bit of fun here and go back in time. I would love for you to share your first really special car, that first car that you got that they really had a good meaning to you. Maybe share a story with that vehicle. You know, it really didn't happen until 2013, the year of my accident was the first year I got it. Like I, my first car was a Subaru Impreza, a 96. Mm-hmm. Then I got a 2005 Honda Civic. And then in 2013, I bought my WRX. And that was really the first car that was so special to oh, me. Oh, yeah, cool. I love my car. I s- still have it. I, I put, you know, no mileage on it. And then my accident happened and it sat in my garage and rotted, but it became the care, one of the carrots that helped me get out of my wheelchair. It's, it's, I love my car. It's, Mm. ah, I could go on for a (laughs) long time about what I love about my car, but it is the first, it's first of all, the biggest purchase I've ever made in my life, which for many of us, a car is if we don't own a home. Yeah. You know, when I return like a crazy supercar, Uh 
I, I used to get like no offense Honda because I loved my Civic and I, I could I will you know I could I have nothing bad at all to say about my Civic. Well, they are what they are. They do a good job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Reliable, lots of greatness there. But I used to return a supercar and I get back in my other car and I'd feel so deflated and just like <laughs> it was just this gutless donkey that I was like, ah, <laughs> come on, where's the throttle? <laughs> like, yeah. And my WRX, I'm not comparing it to a Vet or a Ferrari or anything, but that turbocharged engine, it doesn't disappoint me. And I, it's the only, I've been, you know, doing this almost nine years and it's the only time I've returned again, like a McLaren, you know, something they're not comparable, right. but I get back in my car and you're still and happy. I, and I, yeah, yeah, I don't feel like it's a disappointment. Like it's not, it just offers another flavor. I like the way you put that. It offers another flavor. The ice cream cone is still just as tasty. So yeah, <laughs> very exactly. nice. Well, yeah. how about a car that you let go? Ah, uh, that would be my Civic. Ah, uh, okay. I gave it away to a friend. Mm-hmm. So I don't have bad feelings about that, but that is one, like that car never, ever broke down, never had a problem, never it was so reliable, so fuel efficient, so practical. I'm a very, I live within my means. Like I don't, it was a very smart purchase and it was, it proved to be throughout the not eight years I owned it, I guess. And it was. That's why they are what they are. <laughs> yeah. If I just sell my car tomorrow, I'd probably go back and get a Civic partly because of, again, I don't live beyond my means, but it was, it was great. It did everything I needed it to do. It might not have given me giggles and thrilled me, but it. Never, ever let me down. Never let you down. Served you well. Well, I would like to talk about what's happening today and tomorrow. I have, what are you doing right now that really has you excited and fired up? And maybe talk a little bit about the J-turn. Ah, well, that's what I have to, is yet to be seen. <laughs> that is all <laughs> a surprise. Yes. Um, we've got Motor Trend On Demand going on right now. And we're cool. producing new original programming. And there's a lot of changes underway. So everything is kind of under wraps in certain okay. ways. Okay. But, um... You know, I'm, uh, I've been doing global time attacks and things like that. I've been doing them in my own WRX, which has been really fun. Cool. So yeah, I've been like making sure, you know, I'm, I'm using my, my race and legs. And even if it's off camera, getting my, my seat time and my fuel drug, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> yeah. The horsepower injection. <laughs> yeah. And so as far as the future, it's, uh, we shall see. Okay. Well, can you can you give us a little bit of flavor of what the J turns about? Is there a little hint you can? I know it's something in the work, but just so people can know, what are we looking forward to here? Well, the J turn's always been just an automotive bucket list show. It's a, uh, it's supposed you know it's educational and hopefully fun as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. You know, informative and enjoyable. And I'm always learning, and I'm always. Uh, hoping the viewers learn as well right. and that they have a blast and I have a blast and we all grow together. Is so there a go-live always- date for J-Turn? Uh, not yet. Okay. No. Okay. Well, when you know, you got my number. Give me a call. Let okay. me know. I'll put it up on your show notes page. We'll send it out there to the Cars yeah social media listeners so that we can make sure we promote that and everything when it comes out. Looking forward to it. Great. That, Thank sure. you. Yeah, absolutely. Now, here's a very introspective question for you, Jesse. If you were a car, what kind of car would Jesse be and why? Mm, I would be something from the Group B Rally series. Oh, I would be like an yeah. Audi Quattro Sport. S one. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, I beat the Audi Quattro. Yeah, yeah. I'm a rally car. That's why I have my WRX. I'm like any weather, any terrain, anywhere, any place, anytime. <laughs> let's go. Let's like, do it. It's on. Fun and yeah, like ready, ready. Let's go. I like, like that, it. That's what I'd be. Awesome. Good answer. I was hoping I hear something like that from you. I kind of expected <laughs> that, but very nice. 
So, Jesse, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's cars. Yeah, sponsors. Sounds great. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people. But what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy, too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimble.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. member, Finra Sipic. Hey, Cars Yeah listeners, I have a question. What's the best way to protect your vehicle, both the exterior and the interior? It's with a car cover. I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. It's the fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft is the world's largest manufacturer of custom-patterned vehicle covers, and they are crafted to fit like a custom suit, with over 80,000 patterns available. And they're made in the USA. But Covercraft is much more than car covers. Their vehicle protection system protects your cars, motorcycles, watercrafts, and RVs, exteriors from the elements, and the interiors from the wear and tear of daily life. Car covers, front end masks, dash covers, seat covers, floor mats, and much, much more. Covercraft offers you a full array of custom accessories made specifically for and styled to complement and protect your special vehicle. Covercraft is the right choice. I use them on all my vehicles, and your special vehicles will love them too. Learn more today at Covercraft.com. And you can get free shipping when you use the code at checkout, CARSYEAH. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at carsyeah.com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah website at carsyeah.com. Okay, Jesse, we are back and we're entering the last lap. And I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. Okay. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? You will go where you are looking, so make sure you know where you're looking. (laughs) Yeah, heads up, heads up. Oh, Mm -hmm. man, that voice is in my ear from those driving instructor days, Mm -hmm. both on motorcycles and cars. Yep, you're going to go where you're looking. If you look at the tree, you're going to run right into it. (laughs) Would you share one of your personal habits that you believe has helped contribute to your success over the years? A ridiculous refusal to quit. Mm. Tenacity, persistence, keys of an entrepreneur, definitely. I like it. Now, how about a resource? There's a ton of them out there, but is there one or two that you'd like to share with the Cars Yeah listeners? Let's see. I mean, I have a uh, a website, jessielang.com. Perfect. And I'm on Twitter at I'm Jesse Lang. And I think my Facebook and uh, Instagram handles are similar. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we got our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash motor trend. Awesome. And we have just launched our motor trend on demand.com channel as well. So awesome. those would be some good places to go if you got the autom- automotive fever. Automotive fever. Definitely here at Cars. Yeah, we all have the automotive fever. <laughs> That's for sure. Temperatures rising. 
<laughs> now, how about a book? Is there a book that you've read recently that you think our listeners would enjoy cracking open and reading? Hmm. Well, I love uh, so many authors, like <laughs> Kurt Vonnegut was one of the first who got me into reading when I hated reading and mm-hmm. wanted to like reading, but hated reading. Um, Breakfast of Champions. And however, uh, with regard to racing, um, there's a really awesome series. It's called Speed Secrets. It's an awesome book. And again, there's a series of them. My favorite one, I think, is the first edition, but it, it goes through just everything. Like, you know, uh, it talks about the most important piece of the race car is the yep. seat, you know, and it <laughs> yeah. talks about some things that like others don't really talk about. And, yep. you know, it goes, you know, it talks about camber and, you know, toe in and all of these different technicalities with which some of us might be familiar, but like there's some golden nuggets like that. What I was saying with the most important piece of machinery in the race car is the seat. Yes. Like that kind of information that I was like, whoa, okay. Well, you were talking about the great Ross Bentley. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Ross has been a guest. Thank you, yes. Yeah, Ross is an awesome guy. He's been a guest here. Oh, I got to look up his podcast. I've listened to so many of yours, but I didn't even know. Shame on me for not even knowing the author. That's so unlike me. Well, there's (laughs) there's only been 604 people above you, or below you. So, you know, it's, yeah, 604 people before you, I should say. And yeah, Ross is a great guy. Speed Secrets is awesome. Ross has a really great weekly blog that you can subscribe to. It costs a few few pennies, but well worth it. Um, I'm a subscriber. I've oh, also cool. con- I've contributed to his blog. Yeah, Ross is a great guy. So nice reference, definitely. Shame on me for not knowing his name. <laughs> no, hey, Ross. Ross is smiling right now. I can guarantee you. So and thank uh, <laughs> you for knowing what I was talking about. <laughs> I knew what Speed Secrets all about. It gets in my inbox every week. So uh, yeah, because yeah. I think I first bought it when I was in Europe. Great driving coach, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's a great series. Well, listeners, I'll remind you, you can find links to all these great resources Jesse's been so kind to share on her very own show notes page at carsyeah.com slash Lang L-A-N-G is the spelling of that last name. And there's another great place on the Cars yeah website called Guest Recommended Books, where this book and all the past books from all the guests before Jesse are listed for quick, easy clicks to buy. All right, we're up to the checkered flag. Everybody or everyone who races loves the checkered flag because that means we're <laughs> almost there. Oh, yeah. But this last question can be a real doozy. If you could have only one collector car in your garage, you don't have to sell that beautiful car you love so much right now just keep that as a daily driver but this is something special something unique could be a vintage race car could be a collector car money is no object today jesse i am writing the check (laughs) what would that vehicle be and why Mm -hmm. well my mind first goes to like the 458 italia (laughs) or a mclaren mp412c or a p1 or but actually yeah and this is interesting because i'm not like a you know, everyone's going to hate me now, but I'm not a huge Beamer fan. I'm, I'm just, I haven't been smitten. They haven't won my heart yet. Okay. okay. But the 1975 BMW 3.0 CSL like has me. Like uh, I've even heard that it doesn't drive that well. I've never driven one, but I want it. I want it. <laughs> like I want, I want to be inside of it. I want to drive that car. I am just. What is it about the 3.0 <sighs> that you love so much? Well, I love how, well, interestingly, and I'm not like so- someone who's aesthetically driven, but I love its aesthetic. Yeah. I love like my car. My my car was, I think, I believe it was the last model year, the WRX that only came in manual. The, the okay. uh, CSL only comes in manual. You know, it's a race ready hungry looking. Coupe. Well equipped. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's 
It's beautiful. You no, know, yeah, you know, you picked a really special car, very beautiful car. I, I think what I love about that car is that what I call the greenhouse effect. It has very petite A pillars and C pillars. B pillars aren't even there, I believe, on those yeah, cars. Yeah, so There's, visibility is huge. So you feel like you're kind of outside. It's a little bigger car, the two-door coupes, but beautiful. Doesn't look it, though. They're my good friend, Bill. A shout-out to Bill. He's got a beautiful... Uh, early 70s 3.0 CS that he imported from the U.S. Maybe I need to know Bill. Yeah, I think maybe if you came to visit, maybe Bill will let you take that thing for a drive. We'll see what we can yeah. do. He's smiling right now, I'm sure. But uh, I'll send you some pictures cool. of his car. Wow, you picked a really there's, nice one. Yeah, yeah. there's just something about it, man. It's like the, the person who catches your eye across the room. It's just where I'm like, whoa, I need to know you. <laughs> Bill, she needs to know you. Well, <laughs> the BMW. <laughs> the BMW. Yeah. Understood, yeah. No, his wife Mary He's not going to like that at all. No, no, so. no. I meant the CSL. <laughs> exactly, exactly. A man in his car. So, Jesse, you've taken me on an awesome ride today. I- I've had so much fun with you. and Likewise. I want to thank you for sharing your incredible journey with the Cars Yow listeners. Could you offer us one parting piece of guidance before you head off down the road in that 75 BMW 3.0 CSL? <laughs> oh, advice. My advice. Oh. Jeez, would be, you asked some awesome questions, Mark, and they're big ones. Thank you. My advice would be do good often. And, you know, others will go wrong, but what matters is that you do good often. Do good often. Great advice. And again, what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about what you're up to these days? Uh, they can check me out at, uh, usually I'm most active on my Twitter account, which okay. is I'm Jet, like I am, like letters I am, not I am, okay. you know? Um, but more the contraction. Okay. I'm Jesse Lang at Twitter, or okay. I guess it's my Twitter handle. I'm Jesse Lang <laughs> at Twitter. <laughs> and then, uh, Jesse Lang, J-E-S-S-I-L-A-N-G dot com. And then, of course, on Motor Trend, YouTube.com slash Motor Trend. I've got the shows, the J Turn. And then my first show was Wide Open Throttle. And I did over 80 episodes on that. So wow. there's a ton of, you could spend hours. Yeah. Uh, having your Jesse Phil. There if you go. If you're looking to do so. Absolutely. Very cool. Well, <laughs> listeners, again, you will find all these links on Jesse's show notes page with quick, easy clicks to link over at carsyad.com slash Jesse, J-E-S-S-I, Lang, L-A-N-G. And I encourage you to check out what Jesse's up to. We're looking forward to what happens with J-Turn as the, the new series comes out. Jesse, it's been so much fun to talk to you. I really appreciate you being so generous with your time and your expertise. Well, likewise. likewise, Mark. It's been wonderful. Thank you for your time. Well, you're welcome. Until we talk again. I'll see you down the road. Which I hope is soon. I hope so. Yeah. We're gonna, <laughs> I'm going to call Bill and we're going to get that uh, BMW yeah. out of the garage and take it for a drive. Let's do it. There you go. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. You bet. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!